الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل ومن يضلل فلا هادي أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه أما بعد يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء وتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سليلا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وأحسن هدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة Well, praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. Ya Allah, it is incumbent that we reflect over the Qur'an and that our intention when reading the Qur'an is that we read it for guidance. We read it so that we can attain guidance. So that when we find the obligations that are contained therein, we strive to implement them. When we find the prohibitions that are contained therein, we strive to stay away from them. When we find the guidance that is contained therein, we strive to be upon it and to incorporate it into our lives. And all of this is for our benefit. And from that which benefits us, and from those ways and means of attaining prosperity and success, then undoubtedly it is by way of supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Insha'Allah ta'ala, we should be looking for those concise supplications as they come inside the Qur'an so that we may implement them and supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of them so that we can be successful, so that we can attain prosperity. From those supplications that are found inside of the Qur'an, of which it will behoove us to learn, is that tremendously beneficial supplication, رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِن لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا this can be found in Surah Al-A'raf. 
And it's verse number 23. The supplication is very important. The supplication has a history, has a backstory. This is the supplication that our father Adam, alayhi salatu wasalam, and our mother Hawa, alayhi salatu wasalam. This is the supplication that they said once they had eaten from the tree. This is a supplication that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Adam alayhi salatu wasalam and they supplicated to Allah by way of it and they were forgiven. They supplicated to Allah by way of it and they were forgiven. Now I want us to pay attention to this and bidnilahi ta'ala take an example from our mother and our father. O oh, you who sins, O oh, you who commits acts of oppression against themselves. O oh, you who transgress the boundaries. This dua is of extreme importance because this dua is from the ways that you rectify that mistake, is from the ways that you rectify that error, is from the ways that you rectify that sin after you have committed it. You see the shaitan he puts a lot of effort into getting us to sin. And the way in which we destroy Shaitan's efforts and make those efforts come up in vain is by repenting unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala once we have fallen into the sin. Because for those who repent, Allah will forgive them. This dua is tremendous. Rabbana ghulamna anfusana O our Lord, we have oppressed ourselves. Oh our Lord, we have oppressed ourselves. And if you do not forgive us, and have mercy upon us, then undoubtedly we will be from the losers. Undoubtedly we will be from the losers. Without Allah's mercy and without Allah forgiving us, then undoubtedly we will be from the losers. We will be from the losers. Those who have lost out on that which will benefit them, those who have lost out on prosperity in this world and in the next, we will be from the losers if Allah does not forgive us. We will be from the losers if Allah does not have mercy upon us. This dua is tremendous. Allah Ta'ala He tells us in Surah Al-Baqarah, فَتَلَقَّى آدَمْ مِنْ رَبِّهِ كَلِمَاتِ فَتَابَ عَلَيْهِ إِنَّهُ هُوَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ And Adam received from his Lord words. Adam received from his Lord words. And thus he forgave him. Because verily he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the oft acceptor of repentance. He is the all-merciful. Allah Ta'ala, He is the one who He forgives much and He accepts the repentance and He is the one who is merciful to the believers. Those kalimat, those kalimat, then what is meant by them is this dua, is this supplication. رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِن لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُنَنَّا مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ Oh our Lord, we have oppressed ourselves. And if you do not forgive us and have mercy upon us, then undoubtedly we will be from 
the losers. We will be from the losers. Another dua, since we are on the topic of the sins that we make and how we need to get these sins off of us and cleanse ourselves from these sins, Allah Ta'ala, He teaches us as it comes in Surah Ali Imran in his verse 147. Allah Ta'ala, He teaches us a tremendous dua. رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَإِصْرَافَنَا فِي أَمْرِنَا وَثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَنَا O oh, our Lord, forgive us for our sins and forgive us for our transgressions. Forgive us for our sins and forgive us for our transgressions in keeping our duty unto you. For us coming up short inside of our deen. For our transgressions inside of our deen. But then bit aqadamana and keep our feet firm. Make us firm. Naam. We need to beg Allah for a thabat to make us firm upon the guidance so that we are unwavering, especially in the time that we live in when there is a lot of vices, there are a lot of forces that are calling us to do what is haram, that are calling us to do what is against Islam, that are calling us to adopt the ways of the kuffar, so on and so forth. There's so many misguidances that are calling. Their propaganda, wallahu a'lam, is stronger than ever. Because there was a time, if you go back some some decades, where the propaganda, it came into our homes by way of the radio. The propaganda, it came into our homes by way of the radio. But that within itself as a means, that within itself as a medium was, was, was limited. Because you can turn it off, it may not be in every room, it's not as yani, gripping, and so on and so forth. So, it wasn't as bad. And then there came a time where there was a television. So now we have the television streaming into the homes, bringing the propaganda inside the homes and the evil that was contained therein. And that was a lot worse than the radio. But in any event, it was that which was stuck to a wall or it was sitting upon some type of counter or what have you. And it was that which was maybe not necessarily present in every room. But now we live in a time where the propaganda is streaming to us on our handheld devices that not just is present throughout the house, meaning or because it is on our physical person. A person has it in his pocket. So not only is it in every room of the house potentially, but it's wherever the person goes potentially. Why? Because it's a hell, it's a, it's, it's a hand held device, streaming propaganda. So the time that we live in is a time that is very dangerous. It's a time that is very dangerous. We need to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make our feet firm. Make our feet firm so we do not wave up in sight of the enemy. We do not wave up when confronted, and when fronted, confronted with the enemy. We do not wave up. So we need this dua. We need this dua. Ya ibadullah. When we reflect over the likes of these things, and we reflect over our situations and our reality, we reflect over how much we are in need of the likes of these adi'iyah, the likes of these supplications, and we reflect on what will be our state if the likes of these supplications were answered, what will be our state if Allah blesses us by answering 
يعني the likes of these supplication for us and how that would enrich our life how that would enrich our dunya how that would enrich our akhirah when we reflect on the likes of such we realize the importance of the likes of these supplications so it behooves us to learn them to stick to them to constantly beseech Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of them هذا أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم السلام الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسولنا نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله supplicating unto Allah سبحانه وتعالى they will benefit us as relates to our hereafter there is no doubt about this no one disputes this no one debates this. From those supplications by way in which we can benefit in the akhirah by begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now here in the dunya by way of it is Allah Ta'ala's statement as Allah Ta'ala He taught us this dua رَبَّنَا صْرِفْ عَنَّا عَذَابَ جَهَنَّمْ إِنَّ عَذَابَهَا كَانَ غَرَامًا إِنَّهَا سَاءَتْ مُسْتَقَرًّا وَمُقَامًا That O oh, our Lord Remove from us, repel from us the punishment of the hellfire. Move it away from us. Because that punishment of the hellfire, verily it is a punishment that is permanent and it is inseparable. It is a punishment that is permanent and it is inseparable. Because verily, that hellfire is a worse, a final abode and place or a final destination. It is a worse abode and a worse final destination. So the likes of this, it will benefit us in the akhirah ta'ala. But also, there are ad'iyah, there are supplications that come inside the Qur'an that will benefit us here in this dunya. That will benefit us here in this dunya. Because the one who is wise, the believer, he not only asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the best of the next world, but they also we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the best in this world. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi akhirati hasana wa qina adab al-nar. Oh our Lord, give us the good in this world and the good in the hereafter and save us from the punishment of the fire. This is the way of the believer. The believer is balanced. The believer, he looks for the good in the akhirah, no doubt, because the believer is intelligent. The believer, he wants the good in the akhirah. He wants to be saved from the hellfire. He wants to enter into the jannah. He wants the pleasures that are contained inside of the jannah. More than that, the believer, he wants, he wants to meet Allah and Allah is pleased with him. She wants to meet Allah and Allah is pleased with her. Now, bila shak wa bila 
but also we are not told, we are not taught that just we look for the good in the hereafter and you're here and right now, regardless of the situation, no matter, don't worry about it. No, but also we strive, we strive for the good in this world as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with striving for the good in this world. The Prophet he says, he says, what Trash said it means for us to what? To be diligent. Be diligent on what benefit us. Be diligent in chasing after that which benefits you. Be diligent in chasing after that which benefits you. But stand in that and seek the help, aid, and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is good to also ask for the good in this world. From those things, which is from the good of this world. And I want you to reflect on the reality of this. It's a supplication. As it comes in Surah Al-Furqan, and it's verse 73. O our Lord, make for us from our wives and from our offspring, from our children, a coolant of the eye. رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنْ وَجْعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا O oh, our Lord, make our wives and our children, offspring, يعني, the coolant of our eye and make for us, and make us for the believers, for those who have taqwa, and imam meaning examples. Reflect on this dua. Firstly, what is meant by the coolant of one's eye? What is meant by this? Naam. The ulama they explain that that which is meant by it, ma That which our eyes, it stays on it, it stays fixed on it. Because when you gaze upon that which is beautiful, when you gaze upon that which pleases you, when you gaze upon that which makes you happy, you you stare at it, you look at it. Now, you don't want to turn your way, you don't want to turn your, your vision away from it. But you look at it and you're happy, you're pleased to continuously look at it. And this is what is meant by that a coolant of our eye, that when it, it, it pleases us to look at it, it pleases us to stare at it, it pleases us to have our sight and our vision fixed upon it, to make our wives and our children like that. To make our wives and our children like that. That we are pleased with it. Now, now imagine those things that you see that are that are disturbing. Those things that you see and they disturb you. What is the first thing that you want to do? Is you want to avert your vision from it. You don't want to look at it. Now, your brother comes in, you're mad at him. What's the first thing you want to do? You don't look at him. You turn your head, you're mad at him right now. You understand? So to make our wives and our children of that in which it pleases us to have our vision fixed upon it. The Ulema, they explain what is meant by this. They say it means that in mu'min, is that it means that a man, a believer, they will see their family, they will see their wife, the man, he will see his wife and his, and his, and his, and his son, his, meaning his children, obedient to Allah. He will see them doing acts of obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And likewise for the woman that she will see 
her a husband and she will see her children doing actions of obedience unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what is at the head of what enters into what? Being a coolant of one's eye. That our families are those who they are obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is what we're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. Now reflect upon this. If a person were to be granted the likes of this, how good would their life be? How enriched would their life be? That their spouse and their children are the coolant of their eye, that their spouse and their children are those who are obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا And make us for the believers an example. The fact that the believers were to look upon an individual's family and take them as examples, this is tremendous. Imagine the good, imagine all of the good that will be present inside of that family, that this will be the case. That the believers look at upon them as examples because they believe correctly. Because their methodology is correct. Because their character is outstanding. Because the way that they dress is good and is excellent. The way they interact with the people is good and is excellent. The way they talk with people is good and is excellent. The, their interactions, good and excellent. So you find that they are from the most truthful of the people. They are from the people who are the most honest of the people. They are from the people who are from the most trustworthy of the people. They are from the people who are from the most humble of the people. They are from the people who have with them knowledge of the religion and they implement it. They are from those who are good. Those who others look at and they take them as examples. Imagine now, if this was the state of our families, how much good, how much benefit will come to us. How much good, how much benefit will reach us. So it is incumbent that we beg Allah to rectify for us our affairs. Because in rectifying for us our affairs, you find that all of the aforementioned things that will come into play. All of the aforementioned things will come into play for the rectification of our affairs inside of the, 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 the dunya and also the rectification of our affairs inside of the, the akhirah. Those boys from Surah to the Kahf, they were going to the cave, running away from their people. Because the people wanted them to disbelieve. The people wanted them to leave off Islam. The people wanted them to leave Tawheed and to go to Shirk. And they were scared, so they was running with their religion. They were running away with their religion, fleeing with their religion. Because they didn't want to take that despicable barter. They didn't want that. They wanted to hold on to their religion. And they feared that their people would overpower them. They feared that their people will torture them and hurt them and do tremendous harm unto them. So they took their religion and they ran. They ran to the cave. And we know how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed them. We know how Allah ta'ala, He left them as a sign for those who come after them. From the dua that they were saying when they were doing this, I want us to think about this and use this inshallah ta'ala as it can be found in Surah Al-Kahf and it's verse number 10 where they said, as Allah Ta'ala informs us, رَبَّنَا آتِنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً وَهَيِّئْ لَنَا مِنْ أَمْرِنَا رَشَدًا That, O oh, our Lord, give us directly from you your mercy. O oh, our Lord, bestow your mercy upon us. Bestow your mercy upon us. وَهَيِّئْ لَنَا مِنْ أَمْرِنَا رَشَدًا And facilitate for us our affairs. Facilitate for us our affairs in the right way. 
facilitate for us our affairs upon guidance. Naam. When you when you turn over your affairs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you put your trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while taking the means, because remember, they were saying this and they were fleeing to the cave. They were saying this and they was going to the cave. So they was taking the means to get away from their people and to get away from that which they were scared of. They were taking the means to hold on to and to protect and to safeguard that which they cherished, their iman, their faith. So they were taking the means. But they were what? They were putting the facilitation of the affair in the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. There is no might, there is no power, no might except with Allah. There is no change except with Allah. So them reaching the fruition of what they wanted, then this was only by Allah. It was only by Allah. So they put it in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And look how well that turned out for them. So it is incumbent for us likewise that we beg Allah and we take all the means that are necessary and then we take all of those things that we want and we put it in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because undoubtedly that which is written it will come to pass even if you run away from it and that which is not for you and has not been written for you you will never get it even if you chase it. Thank you.